This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the best quiz podcast in the world, The Saturday Quiz. My name's John Leary, and as host of this podcast, it's incumbent upon me to ask the questions, and it's up to my guests to answer them. The Cairns Children's Festival is an annual celebration for children aged 12 years and under, which aims to put young creatives in the spotlight and generate a safe and fun environment for families to explore, create, and imagine. My guests today are performing at that very festival this weekend. They are an award-winning comedy duo who have been performing for children on stage and screen for well over a decade. Together, they're known as the Listies. Welcome to the show, Richard Higgins and Matthew Kelly. Oh, he's used our full names. That's Is fancy. that allowed? <laughs> yeah, that's allowed. That's allowed. Fair enough. Thanks yeah. for having us on, Johnny. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thank you for oh. agreeing to come on to the show. I'm a bit nervous because not in the show, I'm the smart one, and Matt, um, but I actually think in, in this quiz, Matt's probably going to know more trivia, so it's going to sort of mess with our... Oh, really, Matt? Do you have a, a more trivial uh, lean to oh, your knowledge? I mean, a lot of my man. life is trivial. Yeah, he's yeah, a trivial man. I'm a, very, I'm a very trivial man. I don't know. I think if, unless this uh, this quiz covers extensively the back catalogue of Taylor Swift, I think Richard Rich are going to be fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, on, on that, mm. do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Oh. That's kind of the first question before the questions, but oh, yeah. When I was little, my dad told me a whole series of lies, like a whole series of things that, that were trivia to me as a kid, but I, like throughout my life, I've said to people and then found out that he just lied to me about it. And you're still <laughs> wow, undiscovering like what kind of stuff? Things. Well, he once told me that octopuses only urinate once a year. <laughs> <laughs> that a, that a swan could make a, a could break a man's arm. Oh, that's common. Though. That's, that's Is it? Common. That's yeah. probably yeah, true, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. It's possibly true. Oh, I can't remember them off the top of my head now, but every so often I'll just say something to my partner Andrew, and he'll go, "Did your dad tell you that?" <laughs> <laughs> wow. What What did your dad do? Was he uh, apart from lied? <laughs> was, yeah, I was, think it was, was a, knowledge was it part of government. His... Yeah, he worked for local government. Was he a real estate agent, a real estate agent, accountant? Nah, he just he uh, tended a boiler at a tannery. Okay, wow, and, yeah. and made up lies, yeah. made up lies to tell we his just children. Shovel coal in and think about how he was going to ruin my life. Just stirring a big time. pot filled with animal skins <laughs> and thinking of ways to lie to his son. <laughs> 
Whatever got him through the day, though. Yeah. Isn't that like all fathers, though, probably? 100%. 100%. Uh, what about you, Rich? Do you have a favourite piece of trivia? Uh, I, um, I have many, many favourite pieces of trivia. Um, Rich and Matt I? Have to, Matt and I don't normally sit together on the plane, <laughs> and we were sitting in together on the plane just now, and I am reading... Uh, nuclear folly, a new history of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Ooh. So, Matt, it was like absolutely oh, devastated that we're sitting together because I, I was like, Matt, Matt, oh. did you know you can visit Pripyat, which is near Chernobyl? It's the town. And you could go to Pripyat. It's called Pripyat. But what's it's boring, still there. What's boring about those facts is, is I just know them all. Yeah, it's well, true. boring. Your dad probably told you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah told me about yeah. it. You know. yeah. He's going to get some Cuban Missile facts. <laughs> Throughout the weekend. Well, I wish there there was a Cuban Missile fact in this quiz, but there isn't, I'm afraid. Oh, damn. Uh, So you just told me that you were on the plane because you are in Cairns, right? You're in Cairns. You're performing your show Roffle, which is on twice today. Oh, today is Saturday. Hang on, we've got to be on the stage right now. Oh, he's being funny listeners. I do that. I like that. If any of my my podcast listeners are in cans right now. Get out. You should get out. If you're in a can, you should open. All right. This is for for all the kids who are listening to the quiz podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a massive (laughs) child listenership uh, who are really into the quiz. But they should go to, where, where are you performing? It's the Cairns Performing Arts Centre. It's a brand new... We've never played here before, and it's very nice. It's very nice. Oh, brilliant. It's very nice. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of really fun stuff on. There's face painting. There's, you know, that's a classic kids festival yeah. thing. There's us. There's a radio station in the foyer with grandparents and kids. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah, they're running it together for yeah. the day. It's really oh. cute. Oh, that's nice. So, yes, you are on at 10 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. That's how we Queensland roll. time. That yeah. is how Theatre for Children rolls, Johnny. None of this 6 p.m. and no. 7 p.m. No. Rubbish. We're watching Bluey on the We're iPad. We're done by 4. <laughs> We're watching Bluey on the iPad by 4.35. Brilliant. Excellent. All right, well, let's get into the quiz proper. Here I we guess. go. Question number one. Okay. The towns of Charleville, Cloncurry and Cardwell are all in which Australian state? Oh, I was I was straight away going to go uh, Northern Ireland. Like, I was all lined up to say Northern <laughs> Ireland. Like, straight away. I uh, think it's north of the island, though. Matt, I, think I didn't grow up in Australia, so the, I'm going to defer to Matt's knowledge. Can we have the names again? It was... Charleville. Okay. Sh- Sh- Charleville. Mm. Not Charlesville? Not, no, there's no S. So, the, so it's like Charles... It's like Charles without the S. But you're saying it with like a French intonation, like Charlesville. I'm pretty sure the inhabitants of Charlesville do not pronounce it Charleville. No, they probably they probably say Charleville. Right. They'd say Charleville because it's in Queensland and it's where Slim Dusty was from. Oh, Queensland! Wow, bingo! You know that was amazing, Matt. Who was from there? I think it's Slim Dusty. He had a song called Charleville. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. Is that the end of the quiz? Yeah, we, no, we, for, no. That's, that's the first yet. question of the quiz. You, we don't find out. Very well done. They All three of those towns are in Queensland, which is where you are right yes. now. Yes. And if any of my listeners are in Charleville or Charleville, uh, it'll take you 15 hours to drive to... <laughs> To Cairns, Worth it. so they probably should have left last night. Worth Same it. with Cloncurry; that's eleven-hour drive. 
But Cardwell, that's just down the road. That's just over two hours away. Oh, that's oh. close. I mean, see you there. Yeah. We might go yeah. now. Yeah. We probably don't have time. Pop there after the show. Australia is so big. It is so big. I know. Imagine being able to drive for 15 hours and still be in the same state. Ah, All right, Grandad, move on. (laughs) No, now we're getting really trivial. (laughs) You know where else is a long way away. (laughs) All right, question number two. What is a periorbital hematoma more commonly known as? Hematoma or nematoma? Hematoma. H A E M A T O M A. Can I have the first word once more, please? Periorbital. Yes. I know you're thinking about Luke Perry. It has nothing oh, to do sorry. with that. I'm out now. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> do you think it's to do with Luke Perry's eyes? Is it? I. Uh, hematoma, I'm going to say it sounds like something to do with blood, orbital, something to do with eyes. I'm going to say it's something to do with like a, either a brain tumour or a blood clot mm. in the brain. Well, you, I mean, you, you've got the right bits and pieces, but you're just a little bit, uh, you're, you're a bit more drastic. You're a bit more dramatic than this oh. thing is. Oh, I've been watching too many medical dramas. So like... <laughs> Is it? But you've got the right the right bit. So periorbital, orbital is the cavity or the socket of the skull, which the eye and its eye hole are in. It's the eye hole is the <laughs> is the orbital bit. Yeah. So periorbital is the stuff that is the bit around the around, edge. around like the perimeter. Edge. Yeah, is exactly. And he so, was, oh, it's a black eye. It's a black eye. Ah, oh. that's exactly what it is. So a hematoma is a bruise, and Mm. yes, a periorbital hematoma is a black eye or a shiner. There you go. Can I just ask for your listeners? Yes. What's a brown eye called? (laughs) Okay. Just asking. Moving on. Just asking for your listeners. That is uh, a a smelly orbital. It's not a comedy podcast, (laughs) isn't it? It's a quiz podcast. You can be funny. I'm just trying to make the kids out I don't want it to be funny. I want to get on to the next question. I'm extremely competitive. (laughs) Uh, well, yeah, a brown eye is a uh, perianal um, <laughs> steamatome. Boys, I'm going to separate you two. Uh, I'm going to separate you two, boys. Oh, a smelly, smelly orbital. Who's that Johnny and Matthew together? Oh, dear. This is too much. All right. That's it. We're only up to... That was question two. Question oh. number three. Oh. True or false? True. Duh. Whale Hold sharks on. are the biggest fish in the ocean. Can't think of no bigger ones. I feel like that's true, but I, I feel like it's one of those things that everyone says is true. Mm. But it's like one of the things that like your dad the said that counts. No, yeah, no, yeah, but is untrue. Yeah, exactly like the thought yeah. that counts. It doesn't obviously. <laughs> it's, it's the financial cost of the product. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's how much you can get from it on eBay. Uh, I reckon. I reckon that. I reckon that's true, mate. I reckon it is true. Yeah, we're going true. True. Yeah, it is true. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. 100% true. That's the largest fish and the largest living non-mammalian vertebrate in the world. Wow. That's trivial, isn't They're it? They're huge. I'm that is very that. trivial. I won't remember that. Not if you see one. I think yeah. that would be quite amazing. I'd love to see one. Mm. That'd be great. Have you seen one? Never. Not today. Yep. No, only on the telly. I've yeah. only seen them on the telly. Are mm. they the ones These... with the big... Uh, their mouth is shaped like a USB-C port. Oh, sort of. The, you're probably actually thinking of the basking shark, which oh. is the second largest fish in the world. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah, definitely. That's what uh, I was thinking of. So the, the, the basking shark and the whale shark 
like the largest animal in the world, the blue whale, mm. the two largest fish, mm. and and that and the blue whale are filter feeders. Mm. So uh-huh. they they all three of the largest things. Does that mean um, they don't have eat, teeth? Eat krill. They have. Uh, They've they have got like w- yeah. Well, the the whale has baleen, so it's it's got a, a filter. Mm. And the the two sharks mm. have kind of little, kind of like Velcro teeth, like they're Ooh. little tiny, tiny, tinies wow. that sort of filter Gross. things. Yeah. So to get really big in this world, you've got to eat lots of little tiny things. Well, that's the way Apple and Amazon have worked, isn't it? It's kind of political. Consume more too, and more <laughs> till it gets larger and larger. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not until you get to the third biggest fish, which is, do you know what that is? Is it the great white? It is the great white shark. Yeah. Yes. So that that's when it, you start eating big things, when you're the third biggest fish. Oh, and then, okay. Mm, okay, it's carnival. Mm. So, mm, there mm. you go. There you go. Good. Oh. All right, question number end? four. Oh, no, four, four. <laughs> <laughs> there are ten questions. <laughs> oh, cool. So sit down, sit back down. Here we go. Question number four. What type of tree is on the flag of Lebanon? Now, this is a multiple choice. Do you, do you need the multiple choices? Yes. yes. We're, not, we're not human geniuses. Yes, of course we do. Look what we do for a living. I think I probably would have just said <laughs> olive or something. Is it A, cypress, B, oak, mm. or C, cedar? Uh, it's B, cedar. Cedar. I reckon. Cedar is because correct. There's a bakery in Brunswick called Cedar Bakery. There you go, and it, it is a Lebanese bakery. I think so. Is that yeah. what you're telling me? I think so. Yeah. Is it in Brunswick it's Cedar in, Bakery? I think it's in Preston. Ah. Shout out to Prestonia. <laughs> do you have Preston. an air, do you have an air horn sound effect? You no, it's not that. I, do, I don't have any sound effects. Oh. Yeah, wow. but uh, uh, you can supply them if you like. Our podcast has a lot of sound effects. Um, <laughs> Does it? But it is aimed from five to twelve year olds. So, <laughs> yeah, yes. The cedar of Lebanon is mentioned seventy-seven times in the Bible. Wow. Notably in the Book of Psalms, chapter ninety-two, verse twelve, where it says that the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree; he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Oh, there you go. That must be why that? it's so busy on Saturdays, because they're advertising. Why press the Cedar, Cedar Bakery? Yeah, because it's slammed on Saturdays. It must be all those mentions in the Bible, that's why. Probably. Yeah. Shout Probably. out to the Bible. The fl- <laughs> Can you play the flag, that do, sound effect? Oh, okay. Do you know what the uh, the flag of Lebanon looks like? Yes, it's got a, it's got a cedar on it. <laughs> that's correct. Right in the middle. Um, uh, is it red and green? Or is that Morocco? No, it's red and white. The the tree is green, so the cedar is green, but it, there's three stripes. There's the top and bottom stripe are both red, and the middle stripe, which is twice the width, is white, uh, with with the tree in the middle of it. The flag, as it appears today, was conceived as part of Lebanon's independence from France in 1943. The design of the flag was first drawn by Member of Parliament. Henri Farron before being approved by the Lebanese parliament. Farron, he is a very interesting character. He was an art collector. He was the national tennis champion of Lebanon and he was the founders, one of the founders of Lebanese independence and served in the parliament. And as the foreign minister, 
and was probably the richest man in Lebanon during much of his lifetime until he was murdered at age oh. 92. Oh, that it seems... You... Was he murdered by time? Because <laughs> I was going to say, surely you just wait. Yeah. You just wait. Why would you bother yeah. murdering a 92-year-old? And it was, ve- like, it was that... a particularly violent oh, murder. Okay. Like, it was... Oh, okay. It's not nice for a Saturday yeah. morning yeah. podcast. No. We'd like to apologise yeah. like to, to anyone who's offended by that. To, you know, <laughs> any the, the, any members of the Farron family. Yeah. Question number five. <laughs> yes. Moving right along. Halfway through. The live-action reimagining of the 1989 animated musical The Little Mermaid oh, has which... Yeah, yeah, I, th- I thought oh, we might be in your wheelhouse. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Has which two-time Oscar nominee in the role of Ursula? And there's a bonus point for naming who plays the title role of Ariel, the Little Mermaid. I'm going to defer entirely to my colleague. You don't know. Um, I I can answer one part of the question. Okay, go on. Oh yes. Bonus. It's Melissa McCarthy plays Ursula. Melissa McCarthy is is playing Ursula. Correct. Maybe, maybe my favourite. Comedian, maybe. Oh, wow. She makes me laugh so much. Um, yeah. And I don't think she's right for that role, just saying. But that's a whole other podcast, if you know what I mean. Um, uh, and is it Halle Berry's daughter? It's it's not, but they've got the same name. Okay, kind then of. I don't know. You're very close because because her name is Hall, Halle. I, I think it's pronounced Halle as well. It's spelt differently, H-A-L-L-E. Mm. Bailey. Ah, oh, you've got to give us like oh, half a point. Oh how? yeah, yeah. You get you get most of the bonus point for that. Halle it's, Berry. Yeah, Halle Bailey. Halle wow. I'll just uh, there's another interesting fact about that movie is Sebastian the uh, lobster is actually a crab in in this one. So you can tell that to your listeners. Oh really? Yeah. Why, why did yeah. they change that? Why did they change? Don't know. Of all the things, Maybe I mean, lobs- no idea. Maybe there's just a lot of side to side. Blocking, and yeah. they just thought it'd be easier if he's a crab. Get from one end of the set to the other. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they had the crab shuffle. They had the lobster shuffling sideways. Plus, because it's kind of like a photorealistic vibe. Don't lobsters walk backwards? I don't know. So they don't oh. shoot them. You just get a lot so of was... shots of the lobster's butt moving around. Man, it doesn't sound like a good time. The person who directed this film also directed yes. Cats, the live-action version of Cats. Which is like the silliest film ever made. Yeah, it? so the internet wow. is concerned because, like, you know how there's the whole release the butthole cut for cats? Like how people, right. people there was an outrage that you couldn't see any of the cat's bumholes. I missed this. <laughs> so, yeah, here's a little mermaid. No bumholes again. What's he got it's against a- bumholes? <laughs> I'd like to apologise to any listeners. regular oh. listeners of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've just trying to look out uh, look up who plays Sebastian that's the crab right probably Lin Manuel Miranda would be no it should of course it should be but it's it's not not. it's David Diggs Mm. do you know him nope no David Diggs let me tell you about him he is a American actor rapper and singer songwriter he's the guy you know who you're gonna know him Oh, you, you're going to know who he is. He originated the roles. Ah, uh, yeah. The, the musical Heights Hamilton. Hamilton. No, yeah. the Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. So he played the original Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson mm. in, in Hamilton. So close. Not Lin-Manuel, but very close. 
Did I get a point though? I think sure. I, I, I turned off you ages ago, to be honest, because I hate musicals, and uh, <laughs> I've, just tuned, I've just tuned out. I've been on my phone the whole time. So. <laughs> Which it's difficult how it's difficult whether Rich doesn't like any musicals because like kids, it's in our world. It comes up so often. Like kids will yeah. tell us something, they'll make reference to something from Disney, and I just look over at Liz and he, uh, at Liz at Rich, and he's like. <laughs> At the Queen. Who's Liz? No, I don't know. That's what I call it. I'm not amused. <laughs> and Richard's just like, yeah. going, yes. Just gone somewhere else. Well, we are going to go somewhere else. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Richard Higgins and Matthew Kelly, a.k.a. The Listies. And we are up to question number six. Is the Horn of Africa in the continents north, south, east or west? It's in the east. It's where Ethiopia is. Oh, very good. Mm -hmm. Geography is usually the kind of one that trips most people up. But okay. that's a that's quite a nice, gentle one, I reckon. It's also a really great restaurant. I was going to say, um, it's a restaurant <laughs> in, uh, in Collingwood. <laughs> it's funny, We're just doing the food tour of the Inner North, are we? That's exactly, right. yeah. yeah we are. Have either of you been to the actual Horn of Africa? No. No. We have, we, we do own a number of, um, like, horned costumes, though. We have... <laughs> We've got an inflatable unicorn yeah, costume that has a horn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Is that where Vikings The horn of unicorn. We've, We've also got some slippers that have, like, reindeer slippers that, oh. have, that have antlers, which yep. are kind of like horns. Yep. So, yeah. Does this relate? Yeah, sure, sure. That, that all... <laughs> That all works. This is that thing they tell people on quiz shows. If mm. you've got the answer, you're supposed to go, hmm, I think it's this and think it's that. Because if people just answer it, it makes <laughs> for a very boring oh. quiz show. Okay. Do you, want me to talk, do you want me to talk more about Disney cards? No, no. <laughs> really don't. No, thank you. All right, let's just move on. Question number seven. Complete the saying, red sky in morning, shepherds. Warning. Sure. Red sky. Yeah. At oh, night. is that it? I thought you were going to go on. Red sky. No, well, you, you can. Light. You can have the rest if you. Yeah. Very well yeah. done. Yes. I mean, oh. on the answers is just warning, but yes, I, I, I likewise. Are you know sure that that is the answer, or is that just something horrible was happening to the person writing the quiz, and they just had some awful premonition of like a, the Earth is about to be hit by a meteor, and they just typed warning before having a heart attack and dying. <laughs> and uh, I just want to make well, sure that hasn't happened. Maybe I hope that there. hasn't happened to Cindy McDonald, who writes the questions. You should check. Yeah, I should. I should give her a call. Are you okay? the, the fact that she went on to write the rest of the questions gives me hope that maybe she, you know, nothing bad did happen. That's very linear thinking that you yeah. assume that Cindy does it <laughs> in order. Yeah. Like, also, yeah. she may be really dedicated to her job, you know? She's like, warning! Yeah. And she started writing a warning and she's like, no, I've got to get these other questions done before the meteorite hits. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's what, what the dinosaurs did. 
<laughs> they kept on doing their quizzes yeah, until yeah. the bitter end. Yes. Can I just ask what that? So, you're, are you going to tell us what what a is that? Is that a sheep's grazier's warning? What is the shepherd's they warning? Used to say it where I grew does up it mean in rain or? Yeah. Oh, what? What? Yeah. Why did they? Yeah. Is it is it complete what? rubbish? Oh, do you know? I I did not do my research into oh. to this in this question. So well, I'm doing it well, right we'll now. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll just we'll wait. We'll just leave sure. some feedback in our Apple Podcast review. Yeah. Like, Three stars, like an not as researched as it could have been. Oh, we're, we're back to the Bible. Oh. Red sky in the morning, shepherd's warning, first appears in the Bible in the book of Matthew. Oh. Shout out to all the Matthews. <laughs> You're right. I should have looked up why this is so. Because I, I guess, yeah, what is it? Is It's storm clouds, right, that make the sky, turn the sky red at, at, the, um, yeah, at dawn or dusk. Sense. And does that mean that it's, or what is it? What does it? Well, but mean? if it's at night, yeah. Shepherd's delight. Well, red sky at morning. Shepherd's Shepherd. morning. Yeah. The so red sky at night. Shepherd's delight. Well, maybe it's that because when when the cloud cover is over you at night time, it's generally mm. a little bit warmer. Mm. So maybe oh, yeah. it means it's going to be warmer overnight. But if it's clear oh, skies like and you're camping, it gets really cold. Yeah. Sure. That's what it is. Just write that. Let's go with that. That's exactly what it is. Very well done. (laughs) Thank you for that. I was here. Do you know what I mean? Thanks, man. Whatever. Thanks, man. Whatever. All right. Moving right along to question number eight. The French Open begins on May 22nd. By what other name, that of the stadium at which it's played, is the tennis championship known? I knew there'd be a sport one. There's always a sport sport question. This is when my dad at Christmas with the Trivial Pursuit, that's just when he really comes into his own. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Well, I know that the name of the stadium. (coughs) Oh, you do? Yes. Le Stadium. Is it? No. It's Um, not. So I wonder if it's Le le Competition. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is it Roland Garros? It is Roland Garros. (laughs) I told you he was trivial. Wow. Matt, where did you pull that out of? Well, um, you know, I just know things. You yeah, just well, know how things. How do you know that? Uh, I don't know. I think maybe because I, I spent a lot of time quite bored as a child and I was forced to watch a lot of sport. Oh. Sometimes, like, funny phrases and things like that can stick. So I'm sure I probably just yeah. used that phrase to annoy my dad while he was watching the tennis. Yes. Which is probably now why you... he lied to me. <laughs> Probably, possibly. It's revenge. Now, you probably don't know, I'm guessing, who Mm. Roland Garros was. He was a Or who the stadium is named after. He wasn't. He was nothing to do with tennis. Oh, no. Isn't that crazy? Named the the stadium is named after Eugene Adrian Roland Georges Garros, Mm. who was a French aviation pioneer and one of the earliest fighter pilots during World War One. Prior to the war, he set several aviation records, including setting the altitude record twice and making the first non-stop flight across the Mediterranean Sea from the south of France to Tunisia. He was one of the brains behind the synchronised or interrupter gear. Do you know what that might mean in relation to aeroplanes? I mean, I do, but explain it to Rich because he doesn't know. (laughs) I I can tell. I can tell he doesn't know, so... You better explain it to him. That's the thing that meant that a machine gun could be ah, mounted to the front of the plane. It could fire when it's when the propeller's not directly in front of the machine gun. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, rather than shooting the propeller yeah. to bits. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he was one of the, the the first guys to kind of implement that. And he was the first pilot to shoot down an enemy plane in that manner, which was a massive technological advantage while the Germans couldn't work out how to do it. Oh. But unfortunately, Garros was shot down in German-controlled territory and he failed to destroy his plane in time before they ah. captured him. So from that plane, the Germans worked out how they could copy it oh. and even improve it in their, you know, German engineering way. And it really turned the tables uh, of the aerial dominance of the war. Wow, and now you can buy them in the centre aisle at Aldi. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? Wow, that's really, really cool. Yeah. Ooh la so la. Roland, Roland Garros. Hey, yeah. Well done. He Good really on made him. his mark, didn't he? All right, question number nine. Which pop group of the 1970s and 80s comprised siblings named Anita, Bonnie, June and Ruth? Pop group, 80s. 70s and 80s. Mm. Okay, I'm going to talk about my thinking, which is okay. what they ask you to do. Yeah, talk it out, please. Those are all women's names. <laughs> they are correct. Yes. So we're looking for an act where they were all women. And they were sisters? And they were sisters and from mm -hmm. the 70s and 80s is it becoming obvious that i don't know no, they keep i want to say i want my first instinct was to say boney m um but they that, that is incorrect uh, because I, one of them is called bonnie yeah, is that no maybe it was but uh, my fact i should have said earlier my favorite fact is that boney m were the first millie vanilli because they were a studio band and then they got some people to just dance up front and so oh. Boney M were actually the first Milli Vanilli thing. Wow, okay. I think that's true. Right. So that's my favourite fact. Anyway, um, who are sisters? Four sisters, I can't think. Um, I don't know how many Pointer sisters the pointer, there were. Yes. But it's, I think that's probably, disco uh, thing. probably obvious because... I, I don't know that fact because what would be the... I'm point? going to say Pointer sisters. Pointer yeah. sisters. Say the Pointer sisters because that is exactly the correct answer. Oh, Very my. well done. Uh, didn't I tell you that Matt is the most... Acclaimedly trivial person you could uh, possibly meet. Excuse me. That Do you was... know Matt's been on a game show and won? Matt's been on Deal or No Deal. No way. Has, yes, that has way. nothing to do with trivia. But it is a trivial oh, hat, so I guess that's true. You were on Deal or No Deal. I was on Deal or No Deal, and he won. Oh, deal or No Deal. Wow. Mm. Yes, that was just the suitcases one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was oh, the suitcases. No question. Yeah, okay. no questions. All right. Well, they do ask you questions. <laughs> yeah. Deal or no deal. <laughs> That's a question. That's a question. <laughs> yeah. If you put a question mark behind it, yeah. Deal or no deal? Deal or no deal? Uh, yes, June and Bonnie were the original Pointer well Sisters yeah. as a mm. duo with Anita and Ruth joining a little later. Then Bonnie left shortly before the group achieved its greatest commercial success in the uh. 80s. So they were a trio at that time, consisting of June, Ruth and Anita. In the early 2000s, so they, they keep going, they're still around today. In the early 2000s, June left the group and was replaced by Ruth's daughter, Oh, that's Issa. nice. Oh. And then a few years later, Anita also left and was replaced by Ruth's granddaughter, Sadako. Oh, my. It's so like now, although they're still called the Pointer Sisters, they are, in actual fact, a woman performing with her aunt wow. and her grandmother. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> that is so trivial. Um, 
Here we go. Question number 10. Is Hapkido a Chinese, Korean or Japanese martial art? Chinese, Korean or Japanese martial art. Correct. I'm going to say Japanese. Matt said Japanese. Do you want to say something different, Rich? No, because it's going to be Matt's just always right in this stupid quiz. So I'm going to say Japanese. <laughs> no, no, he, he's not, though. Oh, no, I, oh. I wasn't going to say Japanese. Oh. I was just ordering lunch. No, you I was ordering it. lunch. Oh. So, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Is it Korean? <laughs> is it Korean? It is Korean. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah that's what I thought. Yeah. Is it, is it the one with where you hit people on the head with a stick? No. Is that the one? Is Akito the one where you hit people on the head with a stick? Is that right? They're all the one where you wasn't hit people it, on the head with a stick. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. This one, it's a bit judo, like there's like you know, locking up joints and throws. But there is also striking with weapons. So, yeah, I mean, it is one where you hit people on the head with a stick, I guess. It, it means it's most oftenly translated as the way of coordinating energy or the way of coordinated power is what Hapkido is translated to. Yeah. There you go. Are either of you uh, martial artists? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, but I have seen the Karate Kid many, many times. Yes. So I feel qualified in in, in karate. You like, can do that one. He does at the very end of the first episode, the first season, the first one. Yeah. The, first, the, oh, the crane. crane kick. Yeah, crane. Is that crane. what it is? I've seen you. Yep. I've seen you do yep. that standing standing on a on a thing next to the sea quite yeah. a few times. Yeah. 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 And what about you? Can you do? Did you do martial arts? No. Did you do martial arts? No, I never learned a martial art. I I learned a performing art. That that was my. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. Us too. Now our jokes are deadly. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We kill we kill people with biting wit and yeah. sarcasm. Whip tongue whips. Whipping yeah. tongues. We can we can destroy someone's reputation in a foyer by saying a snide comment. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not at all that's what our, you what you do do because art. you you don't kill children with uh, with your wit you use it for good. But we, but we have died on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Man, yeah. true story. Yes, I'm sure. And in m- many podcasts, sure. as and well, I have so. I have wanted to I, I have wanted to be able to use some sort of martial arts to yeah. kind of backflip out. Of <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit me on the head with a stick and run away. Well, maybe you could add that to the show uh, this weekend yeah. at the Cairns Children's Festival. Thank you, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Rich, for joining me. I, I've had an absolute ball having you on the quiz. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, what a delight. That was really fun. Thanks. And how can my audience find you? Well, um, we are always on tour, um, so the best way is probably to go to our website, www.thelisties.com. We've also got a podcast that we do as well that comes out every every fortnight yep. called The Listies Make You Lolcast. That's that's a good thing to fill in school pickups and yes. drop-offs. It's the perfect thing to listen to in the car. Yeah. Excellent. So, and yeah. that's us with Spotify yeah. all of that gear. Yeah. Just Great. search for The Listies. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for being Thanks, on the Johnny. show. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Saturday Quiz. Thanks to my wonderful guests, Matt and Rich from The Listies. They're on tour all around the country for the next few months, so check their website to see if they're coming to a city near you. 
Thank you, as always, to Cindy McDonald for writing the questions. I hope you're safe and well and that question number seven wasn't a cry for help. This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people. I pay my respects to their elders past and present. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.